When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. Here's Ron. Hi. And here's Linda. Hi. And we're back again for part two of our Valentine's Day special episode featuring Danielle's parents. Linda and Ron. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited that we're back here. So the first the first half we talked about all about your dating and growing up in the turn of the century no like yeah. the 40s and 50s <laughs> and everything and I wanted to get to because obviously a lot of you know your your marriage and we, we talk a lot about on our podcast about how our parents marriages have influenced our own marriages oh. in very good ways and some not so good ways right um and also you know parenting and everything and how that's influenced us and um so I wanted to get more into the idea of of parenting for this episode and, you know, and marriage and fighting and everything. Uh, And one of the things that is interesting to me is that when you guys were in your first few years of marriage, uh, you know, and throughout when I was growing up, dad, you were gone a lot because of your career. You were a, a doctor and, you know, you you had very long hours and everything. So mom was sort of at home with us and, um, so that, I think that, um, you know, uh, affected our childhood a lot, like in a positive way, a lot, because we knew that you were a doctor and you were doing great things. And, you know, you're the kind of doctor that everybody wants there. And but mom was home. And because her style, I think, was more laid back than yours, that was the one that took precedence. So we were, I think, raised with, you know, whereas you were very into academics and um, a little more serious, mom was more into the social aspect and um, into, you know, more laid back. And I'm wondering, mom, where that came from, because it influences me a lot. And I talk a lot about how when I was three years old, um, the first movie I ever went to in the theater was Best Little Horror House in Texas. And I talk about that a lot because I love that story. And it's important to me because it's influenced my parenting a lot and the fact that I get where you were coming from. I get why you did that. And I get why that was an okay movie for me mm-hmm. to see. But I think there are a lot of parents out there who would, who would say, how could you? Mm-hmm. Or at the time even, and I know a lot of it is the product of the times that back when, you know, there wasn't social media and there wasn't all these different influences. So you could parent a little bit more in the sense of your own individual, you know, beliefs. Whereas now it's a little harder to do that. But what, what, like, what was your philosophy with all of that? That I could see Flashdance, you know, and I could see Best Little Horror House in Texas. I, didn't, I couldn't see scary stuff, uh-huh. but I could see, you know, sex and nudity and right. all that. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I feel the same way as a parent. I think Adam, too. Like, we're very laid back about that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what, did, what was your philosophy about well, that? Well, I was more afraid of scary. I didn't, I didn't want to scare you. I didn't want you to have nightmares. But... Little house, well, little, little best little whorehouse. You're forgetting yeah. the the main word. There was whorehouse. <laughs> well, Dolly Parton was, and Burt Reynolds. That was, was Dolly Parton at a Parton. and it was such an adorable movie with so much singing and dancing. A lot of breasts. Were there? Well, yeah, but that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that they really showed. That you know, in those days, really, uh, movies were very 
benign. Gen- uh, very benign, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I thought it was an adorable movie, and I wanted to go. I love taking you guys to the movies. I mean, I was way more scarred by Bambi. Like, yeah. I look back, and Bambi, to me, I didn't even That's make it through right. the whole movie. No. I could not watch Bambi, but to me... Best Little House in Texas was, you know, so now when when our kids are watching movies and stuff, we're kind of the same, like, we don't, we're we're not strict about what they watch. We, I think that they, there are certain things that they can handle and certain things that they can't. But my philosophy about all that comes very much from you. I don't know what dad's philosophy was about all of that, but, um, but I just know that you were very, you know, you you didn't restrict us a lot in what we could listen to. You know, you bought me like a virgin, you know, Madonna's oh, album. Oh, wait. We were in the beauty parlor, and you started singing it, and I had never heard it before. And you said, you make me feel like a virgin. <laughs> oh, my God, I pushed you into the cloakroom. <laughs> I had never heard it before. Oh, so you didn't know it was a song. I didn't what was going on Well, I, you were singing it so I guess I thought it was a right. song but I didn't know where you got that from right yeah, I, I should say that I, I was very comfortable with what mom did and yeah in those terms um, and yeah. you know one one important thing is that we uh, we had generally similar outlooks in terms of uh, parenting uh, similar goals uh, so, uh, you know, she was she was the one mostly in charge. Well, I was working every other night or every third night and every other weekend uh, for a long time. And uh, I was not around as much as I'd like. And I made every effort to be because when I was growing up, uh, my father had two or three jobs uh, at once out of necessity, and um, I uh, I was not happy about it. I, I wish he could have spent more more time with uh, with us. Uh, so uh, I I I tried. I tried to to be home as much as possible. But the we had uh, dinner every night. We did. We had dinner together. No. And <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> We had a um, lot of McDonald's growing up. But uh, well, for lunch you did. Oh, and okay. then you would fall, and then you would fall asleep. No, chicken in the with car. rice. You would make chicken with rice, remember? Chicken with rice and carrots. Yeah. That yeah. sounds good. That was my favorite. Yeah, I loved that it. Great. Yeah. I made uh, You were like me. I mean, you were, you know, you were very limited on your cooking. I'm very limited on my cooking. Yeah. But but dad, no, I'm not saying it as a ba- you know, I I know you were, you know, you were I think it's a lot of dad. Adam's gone a lot too. You know, a lot of dads are. It's it's hard. And nowadays, a lot of moms too. But um, yes. But thank goodness you had a similar. You know, thank goodness dad trusted you yes. and what you were and what you were doing and everything because that could be, you know, a huge problem. But I think probably that it, it still it goes back to the fact of that mom was a much more laid back person on a whole than you were you were much more serious I mean I always say I think mom was more in charge of the social and you were more in charge of the academic um so there was a good balance there um so you know you 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 were both you both had your stuff but I think that that the whole parenting thing like you had a confidence about that that was not commonplace you know i couldn't have asked my friends to come to those movies with me <laughs> you weren't worried that watching tv was going to turn us into bad people no and uh, and we uh, some of our favorite memories i think of us are of us watching tv together um watching happy days you know i put the kids, the dishes in the sink <laughs> two years <laughs> Not later in the dishwasher I the dish- right <laughs> But um, pop some popcorn, and um, mostly I wanted you to be happy. But I'm wondering where you guys came from in parenting, because I use a lot of your parenting, you know, and a lot of Adam's parent, you know, like we use a really a mix of what you guys did. And I think overall, I mean, listen, you rate. I mean, you have three fully functioning adult <laughs> children, which I think is super rare. Like <laughs> to have three kids who are, you know, in great. I mean, great marriages, you know, for the most part. So they have, they have two and a half kids who are very functional. <laughs> <laughs> right. In great situations. 
Right, but you know, for the most part, like I want to know what your parenting secrets were for that because I do realize that some of it was probably luck, but I also Jeez. think. No, I don't know about genes. We have some pretty fucked up genes in our family. <laughs> but, but, but you know, there's something that happened there that you both obviously had similar beliefs on that, that made it this way. And I just yeah. wanted you to both kind of talk us through it. I don't think we fought very much about raising the children. No, no. And, and, uh, and as I said before, we had, we had similar goals. Uh, we wanted you to... Be educated. We wanted you to be kind. Uh, we wanted you to uh, uh, get a job that was good for you, that you that you liked. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting yeah. for that job that you like. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> and and we um, and we presented, I think, a, a united front, uh, front in terms of what was permissible and what wasn't. Uh, it was, I, it didn't happen often that you could uh, uh, not like the comment uh, or the uh, restriction put on by one parent and then go to the other parent and try and get it reversed. We were, uh, we were pretty unified uh, on that. And uh, we wanted you to be good people. We wanted you to, uh, Appreciate things. We wanted you to uh, uh, not necessarily be religious, but we wanted you to be proud of your heritage and your background, and uh, be kind to your uh, grandparents and Each other. other relatives and Each other. yes. And uh, uh, so we were, uh, uh, you know, we were comfortable. Uh, in 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 that part of raising you, so you guys, I mean, yeah, I think that there was never. I mean, I remember a time when you <clears> would say, "Go ask dad," or and there was also a time, mom, when I would say to you, "Please don't tell dad." Yeah, did you really not tell dad in those situations? I think I, I think not. Right, because we we went through that too, where I think there are times where there, you know, we wonder or there are certain secrets that you know you don't want to tell each other or stuff, but. I remember there were certain things that I would say, don't tell dad. And you would say, I won't. And I trusted you. I really mm -hmm. didn't think you were going to. And you can tell me now. You're lucky I don't remember anything. <laughs> now that you got me old. <laughs> yeah, but you were unified. I mean, I, I think that there were other things that I wanted to get into, but... Parenting, for sure, I think you guys were. And, and I, think, I think it's interesting because, you know, Dad, you came from a really strict household, right? Like, your parents were really strict. And their uh, spanking was part of it, yes. Right, right. Ma, you spanked a few times. I don't think I ever spanked the girls. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think it was fine. Like, I wasn't, you know, I think that was the sign of the times, and you were spanked when you were younger. But, but Dad, you, you didn't with spank. with your hand, not with the belt. Right, right, right. I mean, right. I think, Dad, you were so scarred from getting spanked when you were younger that you didn't do it. But, um, but I, Mommy didn't need to spank us because you were scary as shit. So we weren't... <laughs> Well, you were. You just said I was so easygoing. No, you are easygoing, but when we knew you were mad, we knew you were mad. Yeah. Like, I would take Like, our friends would be like, oh, my God, you have the best mom. She's so nice. And then you would yell, and they'd be like, oh, I get it. She's scary. <laughs> Is that why you yell so much to have that side Yeah, well, she yelled all the time, and I, I yelled all the time. I did not. Yes, you did. Are well, you just saying that to make yourself feel better? No, she, 100%. Yeah, my, Dad, she's a screamer. Come on. <laughs> I don't uh, think not, not, not often, but... Uh, uh, okay, he's scared because he no, has to go home I with you. <laughs> <laughs> they always thought he was afraid of me. No, but I think it's okay. Listen, wow. you were with us all day long, and at a certain point, I think you get to a point where you're like, put your fucking shoes on, listen to what I say, do your homework, and it gets to a point where how many... I agree. How many times could you ask someone to right. do something before you lose your shit? Like, I, I get uh, it. For you, it's one. No, that's yes. not true. Yes, it is. No, you can't say that because you're not home. I don't oh, yes, think I am. anymore. Thank I think you used to yell more than you do now. Well, oh, you're not here in the mornings and the nights. No, in the mornings I yell all the time. Uh, I yell all morning. But well, nobody, because nobody listens bed, to me. So. Right, you were in bed. You used to scream, are you up? <laughs> yeah. Are you dressed? <laughs> 
Yeah, mornings were not my forte. I don't do mornings. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Right now, there's this whole true crime craze, which is super fun. I love true crime podcasts. I listen all the time. I know. I got to get into it. I haven't even broken the barrier once yet. I I love them. Yeah. But now it's so fun because there's this new thing called Hunt a Killer, and it gets delivered to your doorstep. You open up this box every month it's something different it's like a different case and you you could do it actually by yourself or you could do it with your significant other you could do it with your kids i'm excited to do it with the kids like, i am like too a little family thing that we can all get together and do and we have a potluck once a month we have a group that Good we idea. do potluck with and we always play a game when they come so this is going to be awesome to do with them and you can crack open a bottle of wine roll up your sleeves and work together to solve a realistic murder mystery whether it's a date night or a game night, Hunt a Killer brings people together by challenging them to decode ciphers, examine clues, and solve puzzles. It's like an escape room delivered right to your door. Hunt a Killer starts at $25 a box, meaning that you could have more fun at home for less than the price of a few drinks, a meal at a decent restaurant, or a movie. It's like if a Netflix true crime documentary and an escape room got together and had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not just me. Hunt a Killer has over 2,000 five-star reviews, and they have over 90,000 active subscribers. So you need to head to huntakiller.com slash marriage and put in promo code marriage for 20% off your first box. Huntakiller.com slash marriage for 20% off your first box. And oh, and they have gift cards. So if you're like like me and haven't gotten a Valentine's Day. Oh, I wasn't expecting one, don't worry. But I'll uh, have to play this with you for Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, but if you haven't gotten one yet, you can go on and get a gift card. And it's such a great idea because then you guys can book a date night for it. I like it. I do too. If you do want to get out for Valentine's Day, and I totally get it. I mean, Valentine's Day is a great excuse to go for a nice meal and get away from the kids for a little bit. But you haven't done it because you don't have a sitter. I am going to answer your prayers right now. Because Bambino really is, it's a game-changing app that's fast becoming a household name. Bambino helps families find, book, and pay trusted neighborhood sitters using their personal and social networks. The app was introduced in 2016 and already has more than 200,000 registered users around the country. Rather than searching through a vast database of strangers, Bambino uses recommendations from friends and neighbors to help families find sitters that live down the street and around the corner. Using community feedback, comprehensive safety checks, sitter performance metrics, and proprietary matching algorithms, they help match the right sitter with the right family every time. Bambino is more than an app. It's a community dedicated to creating the safest, most caring network of families and sitters out there. Simply put, Bambino is babysitting made easy. So get yourself out for Valentine's Day with your significant other. Go celebrate. There's no reason not to now. And Bambino is so confident that you'll love their service that they're providing all of our listeners $10 off their first booking. Just use promo code MARRIAGE when you request a sitter. So head to BambinoSitters.com or go to your app store and search Bambino and put in marriage for $10 off your first booking. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit more about, um, we're going to talk a little bit about how, I don't know if, Ma, you remember, because we, we've recently done a bunch of episodes about, we did a sex ed episode with, um, a, you know, an educator about how you're supposed mm-hmm. to talk to your kids about sex, and obviously today is much different than, you know, when we were growing up, somewhat, but mm-hmm. you, again, I think we're very progressive in your thoughts about us, and you weren't, um, y- you know, you, I remember, and I remember a time when I slept over a, f- a boy's house with a bunch of girlfriends in high school and you know I never really had to lie to you guys like you were pretty trusting and I was a third child so you were like she's dispensable (laughs) anyway (laughs) she you know we already like have two and they're really good and she's problematic if this one ends up in jail it's all right (laughs) right right, because we don't have to pay for her then 
So, um, but I remember one time I did, I was at a friend's house and we were all sleeping over a boy's house in high school and I didn't have to lie to you guys, but all my friends did. Uh So I remember thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to be the one who like doesn't tell her parent, you know, who tells her parents the truth. And I'm like the, you know, so I remember calling you guys and being like, Hey, I'm sleeping at my girlfriend's house. Blah, blah, blah. And we were really sleeping at a boy's house. And then I remember dad, I guess had called or you had called one of the parents in the morning to say, I'm going to pick her up at a certain time. And dad found out that I was lying. And I tell this story all the time that dad had called me and said, I am appalled and astounded that you would lie to us about this. <laughs> Do you remember this dad? Uh, and i remember being like i don't know what either of those words mean but he's really upset (laughs) but but you know you guys weren't like you trusted us you were pretty trusting of us and and i think called ignoring right Right, you're (laughs) neglectful right (laughs) but even mom you know like i there were prayed back then in the car we used to have these long car rides or even shorter car rides, 15, 20 minutes, even to school or anything. And, you know, there were no electronics or that was your time to talk to us. Right. And I feel like you used to really utilize that. Right. Whereas now I say our, our kids have, they have, oh. you know, they get in and it's AirPods and then seatbelt. Yeah. Like they don't want me to talk to them for a second. Mia goes all the way into the way back. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk. But you used, you used to utilize that time a lot. And I remember you talking to me about, Sex, and do you remember what you told me? No. <laughs> do you remember? No, but I, I would love to hear this. <laughs> Was I good? <laughs> well, you said to me, just wait until you're in college. Do you I remember did say, say yes. that. Yes, you used to say, yeah. just wait. And I remember saying to myself, okay, that sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds, you know, I had a lot of friends who were having sex in high school and I certainly wasn't ready and my OCD was affecting mm-hmm. me and everything. And I remember saying to myself, that sounds fair. And you, I, fe- I felt like you were not unrealistic about it all. Mm-hmm. So can, do you remember like yeah. where you got that from? Yeah, or? well, I just felt like um, you're not, you're not really mature enough to make that kind of decision to do it for the right reasons. But you, I, you could have said to us, just wait till you're married, but you didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't expect that. No. <laughs> she, t- she told Mitch and Amy that, but she knew you. I and said, for you, just wait till college. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mitch and Amy, but I was actually the last to lose my virginity of all three of us. Oh! So. Well, they're 10 years older than you, so no. obviously. <laughs> That's were, not what I mean. You were not 10 or they, 8. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. I wanted you to get out of preschool. Really. <laughs> so no, seriously, how did you, you know, how did you determine that? And like, how was that? Did you think about it or it was just something that came out of your mouth? No, no, I thought about it. But um, a lot of things just um, just were natural for me. You know, being a mother was natural for me. Mm-hmm. Being a teacher was natural for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt comfortable in my skin doing those things. And even if other mothers didn't do things the way I did, I felt like I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a lot of confidence in being a mother, and I enjoyed it so much plus plus the society's norms had changed significantly and uh you had to you had to to progress if you felt that uh, it was reasonable but yeah you had to but not all parents did and you did so that wasn't that was commendable I want to know what you guys really did fight about because as much as you were you were a forefront in parenting I really do agree with that I mean as much as you know, I think, Mom, you leveled Dad out to some degree. And, Dad, I think I would have failed out, for, out of school if it wasn't for you. Oh, come on. But I, I would say, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, finances were oh, an issue. Oh, God. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping you would avoid this topic. But uh, <laughs> yes. in any event, uh, yes, I, I think the, the by far the most common uh, theme of what we argued about uh, was uh, were, was money related. You know, it's funny because the whole time we were going through school and we had no money, we didn't fight about it. Because, you know, we'd say, oh, well, the last week of the month we'll eat hamburgers. You know, it was just like we were playing house. 
Right, but isn't that funny? That <laughs> nothing's changed. All yeah, most fights in marriages yes, even today they are it's all about finances yeah right? but i will say that once he got a finished his medical and got a a you know an office and everything i wanted thing i wanted things i wanted you know i i, I had done my i felt like i had done my share of waiting and and you were marrying a doctor, you felt like. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and I, I think your parents had made you, Bubby had made you feel also like you're marrying a doctor and this is an esteemed thing and yeah. you're going to make a lot of money. And, right. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought so. but And not that we didn't have money, but Daddy's parents went through the depression. Depression. And, and, and so did Daddy. Well, uh, yes, uh, obviously some of that rubbed off. They, they did. They they both went through the depression, uh, and Can you money tell us was a little bit about what that was like for them. Because a lot of us don't well, really. We've seen Grapes of Wrath, maybe or whatever, but we don't know much. You know, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. But well, it was my my mother's parents. My my grandfather had a grocery store, and I think they they. Uh, were able to survive uh, fairly comfortable through the depression, at least uh, uh, during that time. Uh, my father's parents um, were—they were poor, and uh, my father was never able to finish uh, high school. Uh, he had to go out. He he sold papers uh, uh, at uh, Broad Market Street. He, newspapers, he sold papers, like what we see in newspapers. Yeah. Right. And um is the Broadway show where yeah. they're you know, right. young boys selling newspapers to make money during the depression. And I and I remember, you know, in in later years that uh my father uh had to support them. Uh my grandfather was a he was a, a shoemaker. Um and uh you know, they 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 had certainly all the necessities, but they could never put someone through college, and uh, and uh, you know my uh, those things uh, made an impression on on my father especially, and some of it did uh, uh, wear off of me. And I, you know, I felt that that one of my main responsibilities as a as 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 a parent. Um, was to provide for my family. And so I always liked to have uh, some money in the bank in, 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 in savings. And I, um, uh, uh, I, I'm sure I over, overdid it, uh, but that was my that was my fear that I would not be able to to support the family. I overestimated, you know, I uh, when I was younger, going into medical school, I said, well, I could become a doctor. One thing I won't have to worry about uh, is money, is finances uh, that, you know, my family had to uh, worry about. But I overestimated uh, how much I would make, and I overestimated... Um, uh, uh, and I underestimated what the expenses were. We had three children who ended up going and going to private school, um, and then college, and uh, that was difficult. I, uh, you know, I got better with time, but it took it took a long time. And uh, but that was that was the theme uh, of. Uh, of 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 most of our major arguments. Yeah, I mean that's very relatable. I think for so many couples, and mm. you know, it all came from a good place. From you guys wanted yeah. us to have everything we could have, and um, and I think that dad, you know, you weren't a plastic surgeon, and you were, you know, you were the type. Always when people ask me, I always say you were the type of doctor who you spent as long as you had to with your patients, and mm-hmm. you're the type of doctor who everybody wants, and. 
you know, I think that we all do that. And when, when we would walk around and say, you know, our dad is Ron Warren, there was always like an esteemed, you know, it was a, a prestige that came with that because you were very highly regarded because you were, you know, you, do, you weren't in it for the money. You were in it for the, you know, for helping people. And um, and same with mom, you know, that you were in what you were doing to help, you know, you, you were always working. I remember going and visiting, you worked a long time for with pregnant teenagers who, you know, weren't getting any love anywhere else. And you used to take us. And I remember that that really affected me a lot that I would go with you and, you know, sit with you while you would work with them on, to get their GED mm-hmm. and their parents had kicked them out. And um, it was a really, you know, it was a, it was a household where we could, you know, where we knew that good things had to happen. Um, but I also know that there were times, you know, it's just like any marriage where you were, you know, you were definitely fighting. And, and it was, was there ever a time in your marriage, honestly, where you didn't think you guys were going to make it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't right, don't right, stall. Besides, right now. Besides tonight. <laughs> No, um, but when we did move into our house, um, we, 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 you bought a house. Did you buy a house above your means, or well, Daddy thought it was okay but because no, back then we did live in a big house compared to you know it was a new beautiful house. Sorry, and I I wanted a nice house. I I, I never loved my house growing up. It was a ranch house and. I used to go to my aunt's house in Washington, and it was just everything I wanted. And I guess that was always in the back of my mind that I that I wanted that. I always wanted you to come home to a house you could be proud of, and um, and and show your friends, you know, or bring your date. So this time that uh, Daddy had a hard time when we bought the house, and. We had, and then Mitch and Mitch went to PDS Princeton Day School at the same mm-hmm. school at the same time. It's a private school, expensive right. private school. Yeah, um, and so it was for a few years. I would say that it was hard, but little by little by little, we talked about it and um, about what we wanted and what we needed and. Everything and slowly, slowly, it, ca- it calmed down. Hmm. So, dad was, res- I mean, one of the things also was that with communication, so dad was receptive to hearing what you had to say. After a point, I would say after a couple years, he started to relax a little bit. He was building a practice too. He was building a practice too. <laughs> You're getting there, Ma. Don't make me edit too much, please. <laughs> You're forgetting there's a microphone, which is good. I do that all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but um, he was building a practice. He was building a practice. And not only that, but medicine is life and death all day long. Don't bang. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if somebody has a headache, is it a headache or is it a brain tumor? You know, uh, everything you have to re-guess yourself. And he went to, you know, to bed worrying and woke up worrying. Um, and so I think that he also got more, um, more... Uh, Anxious? No, better. The, oh. The other way. Okay. More confident. In his decisions, he could hear something, and then he could think, "Oh yeah, that's that." Mm-hmm. I don't, and so that calmed down too. So uh, there were a lot of things in play. You all got a little older. Um. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, uh, 
they took in a third person. In the practice. Yes, in the practice. Mm -hmm. So little by little, it's sort of like we fixed it. And I think that um, one of the things I wish I uh, had thought about before and had some help with is that I did. I Unfortunately, I brought the tensions of the day, of my the day at work, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's work that I enjoyed. I enjoyed being with patients, but um, you're always second-guessing yourself, you know, um, that I missed something. Uh, and uh, if I had a patient uh, particularly ill in the hospital, I worried about it. I brought that tension home, and that's something... Uh, I wish I was more prepared for. And that's what I think one thing in terms of marriage that we're still missing as a society is that we, you know, we teach you, we give you driver's education, uh, we teach you uh, geometry for whatever it's worth, but we don't teach you about what you need to think about when you get married and have a relationship that we hope is lasts for a lifetime. And um, we're still not doing that. And I, I, I think you need, uh, you need classes in that. You need to be made aware of it before you get into the situation and, and then are not sure how to handle it. Or if you handle it, you handle it poorly. But we were also very young. So other people, you know, are, are having children when they're 35, not today, 25. Today. Yes. Today. Right. And so they've worked on themselves more, you know. Plus medical school, medical school and all the years of uh, working, of, of going to school, it takes up a lot of your, chi of, of your young life where other people are playing cards and fooling around and, you know, dating a lot, you're studying. And Daddy used to say, I take breaks for a drink of water. So medicine just really, you know, you have to really think about, do you want it? How, is, how important is it to you? Because I think it's about the hardest job in the world. Damn. <laughs> no, it's true. I, I, but I think, and I think a lot of people would say that about you know their professions nowadays. It's people are working you know eighty, ninety, a mm. hundred hour work weeks. Well, that's the biggest problem. So, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what you're doing. We all bring it home. We right. all, you know, the stress is. But just there is a different nonstop. stress, I think. With with did I did I. Did I hurt somebody today? Did I make a, a, a wrong decision? Did I? I'm not saying the the, the level of stress that you're right, under or what right. you're thinking about, but the biggest problem is maybe which is what's causing so many divorces now because stresses I think are so much higher mm -hmm. these days. Is that we're all bringing these stresses home and either we're taking yeah. it out on our families or we're just not responsive to our families because it's all we're thinking about. It just. Well, that's a there. that's a lot of that's a lot of what has changed, I think, with you in the last year, or not wow. even last six months, that you were bringing home a lot of stress yeah. from work, and you've stopped kind of doing that. Well, I was never worried that I was making the wrong decision when somebody was going to live or die. Did you put too much air in the balloons? <laughs> the balloons. <laughs> I was so nervous. Is that balloon going to pop? I was so <laughs> nervous that all the balloons were not going to float at the right. kids' party. Right. <laughs> Was the temperature right when I blew them up? Well, we have to take one more break. Okay. Right, okay. We'll be right back. We'll start Wait. with my. Oh, my keep going. Yeah, it's go okay. Yeah. What, what, what are we going to be back with? Oh, oh with, with my favorite quote. Nice. Oh, that's a cliffhanger right oh, there. Oh, boy. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. It is not too late to pamper your significant other for Valentine's Day because Spa Finder, you can email uh, a gift card or you can print it out. So you don't have to wait if it's too late to order something and, you know, you're worried about what you're going to get for your spouse or your significant other. Spa Finder is perfect because 
Spa Finder can be used at thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the country with services like massages, facials, blowouts, mani-pedis, and even yoga. Spa Finder gift cards can be used at top-rated locations like Bliss Spa, Ritz-Carlton Spas, Hand in Stone, so many places. So you need to head to spafinder.com slash marriage and you can save 12% off gift cards, $75 or more. Or enter promo code marriage at checkout. Spafinder.com slash marriage for 12% off gift cards, $75 or more. I want to take a quick minute here just to remind you all how Duke Cannon is committed to giving back. Duke Cannon Supply Company is serious about its commitment to giving back to the men and women serving our country. That's why a portion of all of their proceeds directly supports veteran causes. And you know that big-ass soap that I always talk about that I love, that if you have not purchased, please go do yourself a favor and buy some? That soap was inspired by the product issued to the GIs during the Korean War. In fact, it's produced today in the same U.S.-based, family-owned plant that was the primary supplier to the military during that era. And today, they continue to gain inspiration from the fine soldiers serving our country by partnering with active duty military stationed at Camp Ripley, as well as those currently deployed abroad in some of the world's harshest environments. They're really doing such great things. you got to go check out Duke Cannon if you haven't yet. And please go to DukeCannon.com. Use our promo code MARRIAGE to save 15% off right now. And you'll always get free shipping if your order is $35 or more. Go check them out. DukeCannon.com. Promo code MARRIAGE. Yeah, I wanted to start uh, this last session uh, with my... (laughs) Are we in couples therapy now? Yeah. (laughs) With my favorite quote. Um, Even from that hard time when we... When we... um, You know, when we were nervous and you know, had three children going to three different schools and a new house and a new medical practice and everything. The, the, the main quote that, that guides my life, and I, I think I read this in high school, is most folks are about as happy as they decide to be. And I think it's from Abraham Lincoln, although um, I'm not positive. Sounds like a Mark Twain one. <laughs> I don't know the thing the when I saw it it said Abraham Lincoln but um we do have to see the cup half full and um we don't have to take everything so seriously and we can just do the best we can and that's it like Amy used to say um your, I, your daughter? Your yeah. Daughter. I, uh, life coach. I, I, the life There's coach. There's a reason she's a life coach. Yeah. yeah. She used to say, Mom, I can't know everything. Cause I, I'd say, are you done studying already? I can't know everything. And it's true. You can't know everything. So you know when you're done, you're done. Um, and just just enjoy each day. Don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Have a good time. Um, and, and, and the, the one word that I would say, the most important word in the, in the English language is gratitude. Mm. People have such things, so many things, and, and they don't realize it. They only know what they don't have. Why waste your life on that? So, um, you know, enjoy what you can. Um, thank God for what you have, and uh, and just be glad that this uh, that you were born. Mm, it's a miracle to be here. A, mi- a miracle to be born, and all mm-hmm. the e- sperms and the eggs. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, one one other thing oh. I was going to say. Sperms oh, and eggs. Exactly. That's where I thought you were going. Birds and bees. But I remember you even talking to me, Dad, close your ears. But I remember you even talking to me about like masturbation. And you sort of like were sort of joking about it. But I remember it so clearly because you talking to me about it was the same day that I realized that when you wanted to throw up, it didn't always have to be from the flu or 
But really, you were a very, like, you, I mean, I, these are things that my, I, I mean, I think about this stuff also that, like, you were very confident in what you were teaching your kid. Like, you just were like, I'm just going to say it, and I think it needs to be said, and I appreciate all of that and you know I listen there's plenty of stuff we all think about our parents that they could have done differently and whatever and you know but but that is something that really sticks with me always you know from from a standpoint of there were times I think where you just we were in the car it was always in the car mm-hmm. and I think about that with our kids too because there are times where, like my kids have headphones in and I say to myself I need to have them take their headphones off mm-hmm. because I need to talk to them because it's a you know but now it's a different it's a different time but you used to just say what you needed to say. And there were so many times when, like, I was worried about something that was happening in my life, and I never thought I had to be worried to tell you, Mm. you know? Right. So even with, you know, there's plenty of stuff that every kid can think badly about their parent and, you know, listen, you know, you used, like I said, you used to call to us from your bed at, you know, what was the joke you were going to make about being retired now? No, there was no joke. Oh, what was it going to be? <laughs> you were going to no, say. I, I, I had a question. So now you're, you're finally, you guys are finally retired, right? After so many years of hard work and growing your marriage and raising the kids. And so for, so for the last, how many, what is it, three years now? Oh, five years. So my question was, my question for Linda was, um, now that you're retired, what does it feel like for you to be able to sleep in until 11, 12 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> versus <laughs> the last 20 He's years when you've kidding. been able to do that? <laughs> I love it because, you know, even in college, I always had the 8 o'clock classes. And I'm not an 8 PM o'clock person. A.M. And I'm not an 8 o'clock class, uh, person. But I had to do it when I was teaching. I had to get there. Um, when your baby cries in the middle of the night, you have to get up. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I don't have to do Anything. (laughs) I can pretty much do anything I want. And and what I like being is a grandmother. You know, that I'm so glad you let us. Oh, I'm so (laughs) glad you let us live near you. We didn't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else wanted us. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I was going to ask you guys about parenting and grandparenting is, you know, what is the difference and how is that? Because I know people say, you know, you love your grandparent, you love your grandkids in a way that you don't love your kids. And I, you know, and, and, and I realize, you know, I know you guys loved us so much and everything, but I do see, especially with dad, you know, he has a freedom with his grandkids that he didn't have with us and an involvement with his grandkids that he couldn't have with us. Yes, uh, grandparenting truly is the big payoff. Uh, It uh, is having these little kids around, your grandchildren, and they're not your prime, you're not their prime caretaker. And uh, you can... Enjoy them. You can teach them. You can uh, have fun with them, and uh, and you can spoil them. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's just it's just wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful to have the time to be able to enjoy them now. And and that's uh, you know I was I was in actual medical practice not in training and practice for for 40 years and um uh i'm i'm glad that i i stopped for uh, for several reasons but i'm very happy i uh stopped when i did because i can now watch these grandchildren from up close especially the three that live uh, six minutes from us and um, and 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 I s- still 
love to have the contact with all the others also. Okay, so a few questions. We have a lot of questions from our listeners. We had over 500 questions from oh our my listeners. Goodness. And it was, that was in 12 hours, not 24 hours of my story. So I can imagine there's going to be about 1,000. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, some that were repeated a bunch of times. This is going to be the, the lightning round. Um, are there still things you hold grudges about in your early marriage, or are are you just at a point where it's not worth holding on to stuff? Have you forgotten about stuff that you were once mad about? I don't know if um if if I for, if we've forgotten about it, but I will tell you uh, one thing that I read is uh, is that a marriage is like a bank account. So, um, so a bank account, you can't go in there and just um, take out money when you need it. You have to have put in the money first. And so when we were having a, a, that little hard time in our marriage, I read that. And it meant so much to me because um, of all the things it asks you to do, and Daddy started doing them, and and I started, you know, Receiving doing it them. too. Huh? <laughs> Receiving them, yeah, <laughs> and saying thank you. Okay. Uh, so you asked for it, and he he did it. Yeah, and if he, you know, if he needed something, then he could ask me. But the important thing is to put in your account. Mm-hmm. And um, so you can withdraw when there's a bad time. You can remember the good times. And I think that's where our marriage is now, where uh, even if he does something stupid or I do something stupid, um, we, can, we can say, oh, yeah, but he made dinner the other night. <laughs> you know, he did the laundry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And, and and I agree with that that completely, but you said before, um, do you hold any grudges from long ago from the uh, <laughs> the, the arguments? Uh, and I can say uh, absolutely I, I do not. Uh, grandmother once said, uh, you want a long marriage, have a short memory. <laughs> and um, uh, but I, uh, I'm I'm very happy where we're at right well, now. Well, I was I was always perfect, right? <laughs> Almost. I was a, I was a pleasure. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, what was the hardest time hardest time in your marriage? Yeah. Both of you, go ahead, quick. But minute, when we moved each. into our new house, they did and that. we had three children, and yeah, yeah, moving into a new house, and I had. Uh, Only just once lost, they moved into a new house. Wow! I had had lost my father a uh, uh, little bit before that, um, and some of the security that he provided, I I lost. So uh, that was a, a difficult time. Have you ever used the word divorce in an argument? You're not seriously. Have you ever no, threatened divorce? No, but but have you ever used it? Have you ever used? I think have you ever threatened that you were going to get divorced? Maybe in that that little t- time, mm-hmm. it, um, that's when it got the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hold on one second. Uh, but I believe in divorce. Okay. Yeah. 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 I get mm-hmm. that. Um, how do you reconnect when you are feeling distant from each other? Oh God. Well, <laughs> I want to tell you. That there, there's chemistry involved. Okay. There's definitely chemistry. If, if Daddy and I have a fight, we can't stand it. Really, mm-hmm. we can't stand it. And um, little by little, you know, we'll, one of us will take the other one's <laughs> hand or something. Oh, I know you guys hold hands a lot. We hold hands a lot in bed. Sweaty. We hold hands every I night. I know you do. You hold and hands it's all so the time. it's so good to do that. It's so good to. To connect, like you say, connect. Well, I remember you used to say to me uh, that you're supposed to kiss your spouse every day. 
<laughs> you're like, well, I don't do it, but I. But you used to say like, when I know that Gottman, we we've had we've had Gottman certified therapists on and stuff, and they say you know that that's true that the six second kiss that every day, and we're sort of like, well, that's a really long time. Who has six? Who has six? I mean, it's true though. Like you know, you have three kids or two kids or whatever it is. And it's a lot, but, you know, I remember you always saying that you need to kiss your spouse every day and stuff, and yeah. I don't know if that was just something you saying to us because you wanted us to do it, I but... Uh, I don't remember saying that. Yeah, you did. You used yeah. to always say you, used to ki- you need to kiss your spouse every day. Um, um, okay, let's see here. Uh, I think it said... Have you guys ever gone to couples therapy? Um, you need to... Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, we went to sort of family therapy, mostly to talk about relatives who were making <laughs> making us nuts. Okay. And um, sometimes it was mine, sometimes it was his, and what and and what to do and how to react and yeah. Mm-hmm. So we so we did do that. Mm-hmm. I uh, believe in therapy also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Before and after divorce. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, okay, so if you had to both sum up the secret, to, you're gonna be. You said fifty-five years, just in a couple sentences. How would you each sum up fifty-five years in a couple sentences? Uh, what uh, one thing I would say is, don't lose yourself in your marriage. You have goals. You have needs. I, I see girlfriends who just, uh, whatever their husband says, whatever, we'll, we'll eat where you want, we'll see what movie you want. Well, no, you have to fulfill yourself so that you won't look back and regret and think, why did I give in all the time? I think it's hard. I'm sorry, Dad. I think it's hard for you, like, as a, in a sense, you have done certain, I mean, you always love to write. And everything, and you have, you know, you've always done your letter writing and everything, and Dad's been super supportive of all of that. Like, even when probably you couldn't work, you were doing all of that. I mean, you have this whole wall, um, you know, you have this hobby of love letter writing that actually might hopefully make us all rich one day. (laughs) So you, and you really did. You always used, you you know, you love to write, and you made a hobby of you know, an activity of writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are some of the, the the most famous writers you have? Well, on it, your sta- it started with Pearl Buck because mm-hmm. I saw the her. The Good Earth. I know. I read her autobiography and her address was in it. Oh. And I thought, I'm going to uh, write her. I had just had Mitchell. And I, I thought, I'm going to write her. Her address is here, and I'll tell her how much I enjoyed her book. And, and it kept your, your passion alive, even though you couldn't work or anything because he was in medical school and everything. Right. And, you, and you kept it alive by doing that. Okay, so Which, And I sort of fell into it because the address was there. Yeah. And, and No, you uh, took it a step further. You actually did it. Yeah. Okay, so who yeah. else? Because I know you have some incredible well, Lady, people. Lady Bird Johnson, that was my second letter. Um, Arthur Miller, um, Crucible. He didn't he write the Crucible? Yes, mm-hmm. he, uh, yes, uh, and uh, Death of a Salesman, mm-hmm. and uh, J- J- James Michener. Um, Nancy Reagan. Nancy, uh, most oh. of the first ladies, uh-huh. and Glenn. and most of the presidents. John oh, John Glenn. John, right. John Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just uh, Nixon, President Nixon. I wrote him when he re- moved to New Jersey. So even when you couldn't make money off of what you were doing, you did something pa- that you were passionate about. You kept yeah. it going. And going a step further, um, it also didn't cost me much. Right. It wasn't like I was war. A, a, buying first editions or paintings or something. All I de- needed was a stamp. Right. And it's important to you do know? that stuff, yeah. And and the thing is that, so that could fit into my marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do something that fulfilled me. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that, uh, number one, that you, you, you have to have common goals, uh, you have to have commitment. A marriage takes work. Uh, 
you go do go through hard times and you've got to be determined to work through your problems uh it is well worth it to, in the long run yeah that's yeah. awesome especially for these final years mm -hmm. <laughs> is there one piece of advice or information you would tell your younger self about marriage or parenting that you didn't realize at the time I think I already said that the uh, uh, the stress of work, realize what, what the stress of work can do and try somehow to not bring it home. Any any ideas of what you can do to not bring it home? How do you? Uh, I, I mean, you add, you could probably answer this a little bit too because that's something that you've gotten much better about. But, but Dad, if you have any, both of you. Well, number one, you need to be aware that, that it's happening. You need to be aware that you may blow up at home because of what happened, uh, you know, a few hours before at work. And the other is that uh, uh, you should get help. You should know that there's people out there who can help you deal with that and work through it. Um, and you need to be aware of that and use it if, uh, if, if you need to. Uh, that you have to be nice to each other and speak nicely to each other. Um, and, and, you know, say I love you, say thank you, please. And we try to say something nice to each other before we go to bed. You, try, you do? Every night you try uh -huh. to say something nice? Well, Is that true? I have to remind Daddy to say it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean, like, every night you think of something to say to each other that's nice before you, for real? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what kind of things do you say to each other? Um, See? What? You, you I was exactly. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What, what kind of but things? Uh, no, really, say, like, oh, I, I loved, I loved um, taking the kids to the movies with you. Oh. I loved, I loved. Every Thursday when we go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I love building our cholesterol together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, you know. And, and, and the pleasure that I have having you by my side at night in bed. Uh, oh, in bed, day. yeah. Oh, uh, well, speaking of pleasure and oh, in boy. bed. Oh, no. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> the most asked question we got on Instagram. I mean, literally the most asked questions like what, 300 of this question, maybe? <laughs> 300 of this question. <laughs> is, is sex still a thing? Is it something that you guys still get excited about? Is it realistic that there's still sex in retirement in your older age? Yeah. yeah I would say yes. I would say it's not as important as it once was. Um. It's not as frequent, but it is That's there. Right, nice. and, right. Uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> your body is working against you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, nothing in, works in some the ways. same. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Nothing works the same as it did, you know, 30 years ago. Um, but you guys still, like, snuggle and... Oh, yeah. yeah Especially when Jonah's in the bed oh, with you. Jonah. When your grandkids... Way to wet. take that to a different place. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> trying to... Poor no, questions. it's so true. Is, we'll all right, is there anything else that you guys have wanted to say that you haven't said? I mean, 55 years, it's such ama an amazing thing. I've always looked at your marriages. You know, I know you guys, It's been there's been hard times, just like all of us have and everything. But you guys really have a commendable marriage and something that I hope that you're, you know, I know Mitch, Amy, and I look to, you know, Gideon, Adam, and Joanna, we all look to as, you know, something that we uh, want to replicate on some level <laughs> a low level no for real and um you know and we're very grateful for everything that you guys have shown us um and i think all our listeners are going to be super grateful for this because i think a 55 year marriage is something that's not you know uh, like we said you know f over 50 yeah. percent of marriages and you guys are incredible parents and grandparents we're so grateful for you um and i just you know i i I think that you have so much to teach us. And yeah, go ahead, yeah. Dad. We thank you for inviting us and giving us the opportunity and having the faith that we wouldn't ruin your program. <laughs> what 
do you think about, by the way, what do you think about our podcast? What are your thoughts? Because uh, we are a controversial podcast. Uh, we have many people who love us. We have a few who don't. Uh, you guys have been super supportive, uh, which is not, it doesn't have to be because we talk about things that probably should never be talked about. But what, what is your take on the Marriage of Martinis podcast? Well, we've tried not to listen yeah, to the ones that, right. uh, so that we should. But we were amazed. We, uh, um, not, we're amazed, but not amazed. Uh, you worked so well together, uh, both yeah. of you. I mean, you contribute. You both, I mean, you are true partners in this, and you have put out a... Uh, uh, a fantastic product that is obviously very helpful and meaningful to a lot of people. Right. And we uh, appreciate uh, uh, your talents. Wow. Yeah. Well, one thing I learned from this is that, you know, you, you, you need to support your kids and what they believe in because you guys could have said to us, don't do it. We're humiliated. It's embarrassing. Or, and, but you didn't. You were always very supportive of us, and we'll all we will always do that for our kids also yeah. because you know we see what. So thank you. But it's so exciting and yeah. fun. Yeah, and super different fun. And I know. But but not all people would think that. So really? yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, but no, you guys have, and we're very grateful, and we love you, and thank you. So, uh, all right, guys. So You're please very welcome. And uh, there will be. Uh, uh, questions there will be a check in the mail did you uh, say? i don't know will there be <laughs> tell us we're waiting uh no no sign up for the friday five on our uh, website for the supplementary questions for this um and also right you know, okay me, mom go ahead mima's gonna rate go ahead what oh and don't forget to write a review yeah rate and review a uh, rate and review on apple podcasts on or, apple or podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and <laughs> and listen to the view with joy behar <laughs> and listen to the view with every monday <laughs> at 11 every every monday through friday at 11 <laughs> all right thanks everyone we love you and uh we will see you next week and it was so nice meeting all of you <laughs> <laughs> you and you and you and you. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye. bye everybody. Bye. We love you. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.